Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Welcome to the MMA Fan Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Stu and Blake. Well, I guess first of all, we should say hello and introduce the podcast. So this is the MMA Fan Podcast, and I'm Stu Whiffin. And, uh, and I'm Blake Harrison. Hello. Hello. So, <laughs> <laughs> this is a unique opening. It's not normally like this. No, it's no. Like, well, Hi, how's it going? Well, this is like a you, sort of you, bonus, isn't it? This is like a special. It is. <laughs> oh, look at you, you lucky things. This little <laughs> cheeky bonus episode you're getting here. Well, it was your idea. You, uh, you messaged me this morning saying... Um, should we just have a little chat about the middleweight situation? So what, what was the kind of thinking behind this? Well, middleweight just seems all a bit weird, mm. doesn't it? I mean, we, get, we can get straight into it. Adesanya's beaten most of the kind of... I think he's beaten like five out of the top ten or something along those lines. And everyone else that's kind of a potential title contender kind of doesn't seem like they've really done enough to warrant a title shot yet. Mm. And so it's like, where's, where's middleweight going? I mean, I suppose the, the other thing is, is that we've got a lot of fights lined up. The big one, I suppose, is Whitaker-Gastelum this weekend. I mean, is that going to be the, 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 you know, is the winner of that going to get the shot? I don't think it's that simple. I think the, the problem is this. Adesanya doesn't want to rematch, I think, anyone. I think he wants a fresh fight. What he ideally wanted was Till to beat Vittori. And then he's got a fresh fight against someone with like a million plus Instagram followers. It's a great striking matchup. Loads of people would be interested in it. It's fantastic. Unfortunately, Till injures his collarbone and, uh, and Vittori fights Holland, who only recently got beat against Brun- Brunson. I think Holland's is probably going to take a big break and end up maybe at 170 next, I think. Um, so where's so, Vittori in the mix then? Well, Vittori just beat um, Holland, obviously, yeah. but he he's he's on a thing. Is he on a four or five fight win streak now? So, he's on a five fight win streak now after getting beat by Izzy. But for me, the only half decent names on his record are Hermanson, mm-hmm. who is behind him in the rankings, and. Holland, who he just beat, and Brunson just beat, and Holland's probably now going to end up down at 170. So has Vittori done enough to earn a title shot, especially when 
you know what Dana White and the UFC are like. Mm. They want something explosive. Yeah. They want a trademark finish. And if he's, he's going to have two, a rematch, why would he go for that fight? Because that's not got all the fireworks, really, has it? On paper for the hype machine. No, I mean, look, Vittori's going to come at him with his usual intensity. He's going to be swearing and cursing and everything at him. And it might get people pumped up, oh, this fiery Italian, look at him go and all this stuff. But, I mean, seeing him fight Holland as well, who, let's be honest, Holland doesn't really cut any weight to get Mm. 185. I think he weighed in against Brunson at 183 pounds. Mm -hmm. Brunson just laid on him for five rounds. Vittori... I think when he particularly realised that, hang on a minute, I can't stand with Holland, even though he's probably a stone lighter than me on fight yeah. night. If he'd have stood with Holland, he would have got beat. Yeah. I think I think that looked very, very obvious. So he takes him down and he's maybe doing a bit more damage than Brunson did, but he's, you know, he's just effectively lying on top of him. It, it, it didn't look like, I don't remember a moment in the fight where, which we, and I found the fight maybe slightly dull, if I'm perfectly honest. I, I agree. Uh, there wasn't a moment where you, if he'd have got a finish, if he'd have submitted mm. him or if he'd have, you know, ground and pound TKO'd him, I think you go, oh, there's a chance there. But I think overall, for me, the for me, the obvious thing to do is Brunson and Vittori have had effectively the same type of win mm-hmm. over the same guy in Kevin Holland. Brunson's on a four-fight win streak uh, and he's beaten... Uh, Heinish, Shabazian, and Kevin Holland most recently since his loss to Izzy. I can't remember who the four fight is that he won, but he's on a four-fight win streak, Vittori on a five-fight win streak. I'd say neither of them have really got a marquee victory, mm. and they've both won in similar fashion. So they should be fighting each other for a potential number one contender fight, I think. And then the other wild card, well, not even a wild card, the other obvious choice for the fight against Izzy whenever Izzy wants to come back is if Robert Whittaker beats Kelvin Gaston. Yeah. Because, I mean, what's, what's Whittaker's had an unbelievable time since getting beat by Adesanya. Mm. Uh, you know, he's beaten Jared Cannonier. He's beaten Darren Till. Darren Till. If he beats Kelvin Gastelum now as well, and you think about his resume as well. I mean, before Izzy... He beats Romero twice. I know one of those was controversial, but yeah. you know it's, it's Romero twice. And a few years ago now, I mean, the, the the later and later you fight Romero, probably the easier it's going to be for you because he is an aging fighter. Yeah. Um, beat Jacare. Yeah. Beat Brunson. Beat Uriah Hall. Beat Brad Tavares. I mean, that's a great resume. And then all you've got is the Izzy loss in there. And then he goes and beats Darren Till. And Jared Cannonier, and if he gets Kelvin Gastelum beat as well, which I think he will, I think Whitaker is easily the second best middleweight after Adesanya. So that that I think is the obvious choice. But but Adesanya doesn't want to fight Whitaker. So what do you do? Where do you go? I mean, there's some great fights coming up. I mean, we've got Whitaker Gastelum, as we said. Uh Gastelum's ranked eighth at the moment, Whitaker ranked first. You've got Uriah Hall, Chris Weidman. I think it's the week later at UFC 261. Hall's ranked ninth, Weidman ranked 11th. And then uh, 262, which is, oh my God, I cannot wait for that card. That is going to be so good, UFC 262. Um, you've got Hermanson versus Shabazian. And Hermanson's ranked seventh, Shabazian ranked 12th. There's a lot going on in middleweight. But I feel like even after all those fights... 
there's not necessarily a clear and obvious next fight for Adesanya, especially if Kelvin Gastelum pulls it off against Whitaker. What do you do then? Do you have to do... Well, Kelvin Gastelum's not necessarily done enough to fight Adesanya next. So... What, what do you do if Kelvin Gastelum beats Robert Whittaker this weekend? Which I don't think will happen, but just say it did. What happens then? Uh, I mean, one of the things that we... Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, surely it's say, if he does, does he then fight... Does he fight Costa? I don't know. Or does he just get the who, shot? Who fight Costa? The winner of um, Whittaker um, and uh, Gastelum. I, all right, look, this may be a slightly controversial opinion. I don't rate Costa. I mean, Costa, he's got I know his he space, you like know, he's ranked third. An action right. figure, but... Yeah, but... I mean, let's, let's just have, having a little look at Costa, all right, he's unbeaten until he fights Izzy, mm. but, and, and Izzy starched him. I mean, I know he did the same thing to Whitaker or whatever, but... Yeah. I think Whitaker's just got such a good resume that you go, come on, let, let's say that you maybe had an off night and let's see if we can get a better fight out of yeah. you. But with Costa, I mean, A, he's not going to be fighting Izzy anytime soon after after that performance anyway. So yeah. I think if you put anyone up against Costa, unless you're certain that they're going to beat Costa, then it's kind of a weird one for the matchmakers to do because you're potentially killing like a prospect or you're killing a good fight coming up with Izzy. But Costa has won against like a quite a fat, if I can be so rude, Johnny Hendricks when he was on the yeah, way out after yeah, he moved yeah. up from middleweight. That was not the Johnny Hendricks that we saw against GSP or Robbie Lawler no, or anything like and, that. And I think by then Hendricks had had a few losses, I think as well. I might be wrong, but I'm yes. sure. No, I... Yeah. I think that was his last, that might have been his last fight after getting beat quite a few times and he moved up to middleweight and it, it, it was quite a sad fight to see, yeah. to be quite frank. Uh, then Costa's also beat Uriah Hall, who I love. Like, I love Uriah Hall. I loved watching him on The Ultimate Fighter. Yep. He had that amazing spinning heel kick knockout, or was it spinning back kick knockout, whatever it was. Spinning heel, wasn't great, it? Yeah, I, I, I love, I, I'd love to watch Uriah Hall fight uh, uh, Israel Adesanya in terms of stylistically I think yeah. that'd be a great fight but Uriah Hall definitely has not earned that fight yet and Uriah Hall does struggle against top opposition Costa beat him he beat Johnny Hendricks as, as, as we mentioned and then in my opinion even though he's got a win over Yoel Romero I think Romero won that fight it was tight it was definitely tight it, 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 it was close but for me Romero won and I, I, I just think you put Costa up against a Whitaker, or I don't know, maybe even like a a, a, a Vittori. That's or, that's or the a, fight a I'm looking at. Who I'm, can take him down? I'm looking at it here, and I'm I'm thinking a, a fight that would be a step up for Vittori. Like a, I mean, taking nothing away uh, from Hermanson, but like Vittori Costa, I think that's a great fight. That. It's a good fight. It's a fun fight. They're both guys that will, you know, come forward and, mm. uh, big and it'll boys. be a bit of a, a, a slugfest and all that kind of stuff. But I don't know. If, if Costa wins, then I don't think Costa goes into immediate... Re- I think Costa needs to win three before he gets to fight Adesanya again, yeah. if he fights Adesanya again. Well, it was... Um, and, yeah, at the moment, that's not a fight that anyone needs to see. It was, it was not a close fight, was it? It was. No. It was, you know... 
it's all she wrote. You know, it was literally yeah. all she wrote, and that's done. And I mean, then again, maybe if he doesn't have a bottle of wine the night before, who knows, guys? Who knows? <laughs> I mean, can anyone beat Adesanya in that division? I think the closest you've got is is mate. This is going to sound weird. The closest I think is maybe Whitaker, but then we saw how that went last time. Mm. Um, but I do think Whitaker is the second best middleweight in that division. But short answer is no, I don't think so. I mean, let, let's look at the top lot. Like, so Whitaker already been beat by him. Kelvin Gastelum gave him that amazing fight, which if you haven't listened to, we spoke to uh, Emily Head, my old mm. in between us mate, on the first ever episode uh, uh, where we did a fight or flight section where we did the uh, Adesanya Gastelum. Uh, uh, match that five round war what a fight that was mm. I mean no one's given Izzy a, a, a fight like that since um, oh, I love Gastelum uh, I love him I, I really I, I really like Gastelum I, I, and I think he, he showed in his last fight against Heinish I think back to the wrestling because mm. we go back to the, the tough finale years ago um, and he from he took Uriah Hall down mm. because he knew that striking with Uriah Hall was a bad idea and now Gastelum is, his boxing is fantastic mm. And he knocks a lot of people out and he does very, very well. But what he hasn't done over the last few years, like him fighting Darren Till in what was, uh, I know it was kind of a chess-like striking match, but I think I remember being slightly disappointed with it. I wanted more from it. But um, if he'd have thrown in a bit more wrestling, then I think we could have seen a different fight. And, it feels to me like Gastelum's fallen in love with his hands so much that he doesn't use wrestling enough. But he showed that against Heinish mm. that he can use the wrestling again. And I think he might start incorporating that more into, into his game plans more. And I think we'll see an all-round better Kelvin Gastelum if he does do that. And, and let's talk about Till because like, people talk about him like he's top five. And he's not. And if you look at Till's recent record... It's not that good. And like it's not it's weird. It's again go on, no, sorry, I'll let you finish. And and I just think, is it just because he's a gobshite and you know, he's great hype machine on the socials and you know, he just gobs off and he's he's controversial in some of the things he says. Is that getting him is that what's getting him the, the attention? And because if you look at that record and obviously, he's an elite-level fighter. I say these things with respect, obviously. But I don't think that record's amazing. And if you, you know... Yeah, I, I, I agree that the record's not great. I mean, Till is... It's an interesting one, Till, because... Who's he beat that's incredible? Um, well, he's got wins over Wonderboy Thompson at welterweight. That was a very close mm. fight, though. That was a very, very close fight. And then he did beat Kelvin Gastelum, if I'm not mistaken, and I might be, it was the fight after Adesanya. Mm. So he fought a Kelvin Gastelum that took Adesanya five rounds and was just in an interim title fight and mm. was the number one contender prior to that fight because he was supposed to fight Whitaker and obviously Whitaker sure. was out with that collapsed bow and stuff. So, but again, that fight was a weird little chess match and mm-hmm. it was similar to the Whitaker fight. Everyone, I think, knows that Till's got power and he's a very, very good striker. And so another good striker, like a Whitaker and a Gastelum, they play this kind of game of, of tip for tap, but in a kind of very measured way. And 
it leads to sometimes not the most entertaining of of striking matches, which is weird because the UFC promote him so much, but he does have like over a million Instagram followers and stuff. And I think the UFC is a business and they see how lucrative. If Adesanya faces Till at, you know, a UFC pay-per-view event, that will sell. Mm. And it will sell big time because even though I think there's a lot of respect between the two and they have a bit of banter, the chat will be good. Mm. It'll be good chat. And... I think people will buy into it, and I think it could sell incredibly well. And I think Adesanya knows that as well, which is why he wants to fight Till. Mm. But as you said, Till, he's uh, he's only won two of his last five fights, I think it and is. And how many of them um, are at middle? He's, so he's one and one at middleweight. Right. He's one and one. He's Gastelum win, Whitaker loss. And again, yeah. but there's no shame in losing to Robert Whitaker, especially because... I think they did do five rounds. It was quite a strategic match. And, it, you know, I think Whitaker won it. But it was, it, you know, it was close. Mm-hmm. It was a close fight. But again, you put, I'd like to see Till in there with, I think Till would have pieced up Vittori, to be fair. Because I think Vittori just marauds forward. And I think Till would have more answers for Vittori's wrestling than a Kevin Holland would just through size and, and all that kind of stuff. He, he looked out of ideas, didn't he, Holland? Like, yeah, he's too uh, he's too small to fight the wrestlers at that weight yeah. class. I think. Um, yeah, that's that. But, I mean, um, j- j- that's how it come across. But watching that fight, it yeah. was like his stand up was was lightning fast and it was solid. Yeah. And it was like the Tory done the, the smart move, which he's like, right, I'm just gonna like maul him. Hundred percent. And I'd like to see Vittori try that against Till. Mm. That would be. But what would even be more of a challenge is Till versus Brunson, because then you would go. How good is Till's ground game? How good is Till's takedown defense? And if he were to be able to keep a fight against Brunson on the feet, then I think you, then Till really is that elite, elite level. Hmm. Because it's one thing striking with Robert Whittaker and striking with a Gastelum that, that's not using his wrestling. Hmm. It's another thing to face Brunson and keep that fight standing. That That is a task. That's yeah. not easy to do. Adesanya's done it. Whitaker has done it. But there's not many people that can do it against Brunson, especially considering at the moment he's on a four-fight win streak. Um, but Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. 
BlueNile.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, the one thing Till's got in his back pocket is Adesanya wants that fight. Yeah, and I think I'd love, to, I'd love to see it. I think that's another great striking matchup. Um, but yeah, it's tricky. The, the, the people that we haven't really mentioned yet, because uh, mainly because he's been injured, is Jared Cannonier. Yeah, as well. I mean, he, he lost to Whitaker, but before that, he was on a three fight win streak. Destroyed Hermanson with an uppercut. Yeah. Um, I think he's got a broken forearm or right. from the Robert Whittaker fight. So he's going to be out for a while. But And Hermanson as just... well. We haven't really spoke about him either. Well, Hermanson's got Shabazian at yep. 262. Um, Shabazian was unbeaten until he fought Brunson. Again, mm-hmm. a young prospect like a Kevin Holland or whatever that comes through. He's looking great, superb striking. But they come up against a Derek Brunson who's going, well, I'm big and I'm going to take you down. Yeah. And I'm just going to get the win. I'm not going to do anything overly exciting necessarily. And he got he got a little bit found out and he needs to go back to the drawing board on that. Um, him versus Hermanson would be an interesting one because I don't think Hermanson's takedowns are anywhere and wrestling in general is not yeah. up to Brunson level. But we saw what Hermanson did to Gastelum with mm. going down for that heel hook. I think, I think they kind of sort of, if I'm not mistaken, Gastelum may have made a slight mistake or something or followed him down or... Or try to spin in a towel, something. You're right. And, it, and they, they felt that. So Hermanson didn't really take him down. He was very quick and opportunistic and got into a hill. Hermanson's uh, jujitsu is obviously very, very good. Um, but yeah, I don't, it's, it, the middleweight just feels like if Whitaker wins, the obvious thing to do is Whitaker versus Adesanya rematch. And I'm sure it'll do well, but Adesanya's just not really interested in it. Mm. Other than that, I personally would go, let's do Brunson versus Vittori for an absolute number one contender. Whoever wins that fight is the spot on number one contender to fight the winner of Adesanya versus Whitaker 2. Mm-hmm. And then... Uh, and where, does, mean, where does this leave the number three ranked fighter? Who is that? Is Cannonier number three at Costa. the moment? Or is Costa? Well, Costa needs to get wins. It's mm. kind of like, who cares? Like, you could do Cannonier Costa if they're both injured. Yeah. I'd love to see Till versus Costa. There's some great... Costa hasn't really fought that many of the top mm. lot. Costa v. Cannonier, I'd watch that all day. Costa v. Till, I'd watch that all day. Uh, I don't think Costa's fought Gastelum or Vittori or Brunson. So there's lots of great fights out there He's for done Costa. well to get who, that to number three spot, really, any when you when you say it like that. I think so. Again, I think it's a little bit um, cunning on the UFC's part, whatever, but they see a marketable fighter. They see an unbeaten fighter in Paolo Costa that looks like, oh, God, he's on every steroid under the sun. I'm not saying that he is, but he looks like he is. Yeah, he looks like an action figure. Absolutely, yeah. And they go, well, that's marketable. That is who we want to be our champion. Uh and then he gets found out because he got that push maybe too early. Mm. But I don't know, man. We'll have to, we'll have to wait. I mean, the one thing you can say is there are some fantastic fights at middleweight coming up. I mean, we've just had 
two middleweight fights in Brunson Holland and Vittori Holland. Then you've got Whitaker Gastelum, Hall Weidman, Manson Shabazian. And hopefully we'll get some news on, on Till. I don't know how long it would take for you to recover from a broken collarbone, but uh, that doesn't sound like a pleasant injury. I wouldn't have thought that's going to be a quick fix, that one. No. And then we've got maybe, maybe Cannoneer Costa. I mean, Cannoneer Costa. That is a great fight. I'd watch that all day long. That's fantastic. And I think it's like number two against number three. That's a brilliant fight. Um, so, I mean, it's got, middleweight's got so much, but it just feels at the moment like because Adesanya doesn't fancy the rematches, and I understand why, and no one else is really stepping up, we're in this weird little place where no one's quite sure what's going on. There's no clear-cut number one contender. It's not like, like you look at bantamweight and you go, we've got Sterling Yarn, and then 100% the winner of Sandhagen versus Dillashaw yeah. will fight for the belt next. It's clear as day. You've got lightweight. You've got Chandler versus Oliveira. You know Poirier McGregor free. The winner of those two fights will fight each other next for the belt as well. It's, it's just clear. You know, um, you're looking at, at welterweights a little bit more murky with Leon Vice and Nate Diaz. But I think if Leon beats Diaz, which I think he will, he should be next in line. Um, yeah. I mean, the, the thing is, it's like Leon Edwards, obviously the, the British public love him. Is he on the radar? You know, on that, you know, that Diaz fight for me gives him the star profile. I mean, he should be a superstar. He's earned all of the accolades that, you know, that the British public put upon him. Um, And and I think that the the Diaz fight then I think will give him that extra kind of boost and probably a load more social media followers and all the other stuff that seems to go in the pot now to, to make fights more marketable and exciting which is yeah. you know it's, it's, it's a bit of a shame that that these things matter but then it does you know as much as i sneer at it about three little montages of hype about it and i'm on board i'm choking it you know i'm, I'm ready to yeah. go like um and you've seen the bt sport uh, uh masvidal advert where it's all like a old street fighter computer game thing no i need to see this oh my god it's fucking great and i am not interested in masvidal Usman. I think it's going to be clinch, foot stomp, clinch, foot stomp for five rounds. And I don't, I don't see Masvidal doing anything different uh, to, 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 to make Usman do anything different. Yeah. But, oh, my God, the advert made me go, oh, fuck it. Yeah, go on, let's have a look at this. <laughs> this is great. Flying knees and, you know, wearing his Scarface suits and all that. It's great. If you haven't seen it, I think it's BT Sport did this great advert where it's all Street Fighter style. And, uh, oh, it's brilliant. It's really, really good. Well, I'm also just, before we, uh, you know, start to sort of wrap up this, when we, we've, we've gone top 10, let's just have a little look outside the, the, the top 10 of, of the middleweights just to see what's kind of going on on the fringes of that division. And so, um, obviously, at number 10 is Holland um, that we've just seen, obviously. Um, but I, I don't think that's going to last. I think Holland's going to end up, I think he needs to go to, really and truly, what he needs to do is go and have a six-month holiday in Dagestan and start working on his wrestling. <laughs> That's what he needs to do. He needs, he needs to phone Khabib and say, Get me a bear. Get, <laughs> just get me a bear. Get me a bear as my roommate and let me just have a six-month holiday in Dagestan. And, uh, oh, yeah, and that's, well, that's what he needs to be doing. Got- uh, and, then move to, to, and then probably move to welterweight as well because if he weighs in at, against Brunson at 183, yeah. then he can't be cutting. You're not going to cut down to 183. Yeah. So he can't really be cutting. 
And that's, I don't condone it. I don't like the health implications of the weight cuts, but we've heard from Nathaniel Wood, Paddy Pimblett, people like that. They lose a stone yeah. in just water weight. So that's him done. He doesn't even need to diet down. Yeah. He, or he can if he wants to, to make that cut healthier, maybe. Yeah. But he can just do an intense weight cut of 13, 14 pounds or whatever it is. Mm. And he's fighting at welterweight. And, and he's a great striker. Him versus Wonderboy Thompson would be a fantastic fight That'd to watch. That'd be a that, great fight. What a brilliant fight. The, the NMF versus like Big Mouth. I mean, yeah. it's great. It's, it's already, I'm interested. So. He's he's got. I, I'm I'm a big fan of Kevin Holland. He just he really does need to sort out that wrestling because mm. he's if he wants to be a champion, and you're looking at fighting uh, a potentially an Usman or a Col- Colby Covington down mm. at welterweight, you are you are in big trouble. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, so yeah, just, there's a couple of kind of I guess we can look at maybe call them the old school, just outside of of of, of ten, eleven, uh, Jackeray. Um, who's fighting Andre Munez um, on the 15th of May. Don't know too much about Andre Munez off the top of my head. Am I missing something Mate, here? I think, I think I've got different rankings to you. I've got Chris Weidman at 11. I've got Weidman at 12. Do you know what? I think these might have... Um, have the, they just come out? Is I, it like new ones? Possibly. Possibly. Um, right. Yeah. Well, yeah, so Weidman's 12 here. So I guess Weidman's obviously fighting Hall. Um, ranked at 13 on, on my listings, I've got uh, Hall. Um, and I, I think Weidman-Hall, is that a good fight? I mean, it's a fun fight. I think they fought many, many, many moons ago, way before the UFC. Weidman's got a victory over Hall. Mm. Um, I... I don't know. I, again, stylistically, I love Uriah Hall. Mm-hmm. I really like Uriah Hall. I've heard him interviewed a few times as well. And I think he's just, he seems like a good guy. I, I, I really like him. Mm-hmm. Um, Weidman's a tricky one because he, he's, ne- he's not been the same since he lost the belt. He went on like a free fight losing streak. He lost to Rockhold. He lost to Romero. Right. Then there was someone else. He, he, oh, yeah, well, yeah, he went up to 205 and got yeah. absolutely smashed by, by Reyes. Mm. So, gosh, I, I don't know. I don't... I think it'll, it'll either be... Because Hall struggles against the top fighters, but then Weidman's not really a top fighter anymore, mm. if I can be so rude. I mean, he beat Akhmedov, but that wasn't a great win. It was... Well, no, it was a great win. He, he ground it out and he did what he needed to do, mm. but it wasn't like some kind of signature or um it wasn't a standout performance in in my memory. Yeah. yeah. Um and he's beat a lot of like the the kind of old guard. I think he's might have wins against maybe like a uh a Jacare and uh yeah. a, a Vitor Belfort, I know he beat and obviously Anderson Silva. Um so he's got wins against him, but he's not that new guard that came through he he seemed to struggle with yeah, and absolutely. he's got a win against Kelvin Gastelum, I know that, but again I think I think that was kind of a a, a wrestling ground up win, but it's a win. Wins a win. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I don't know. It's, it'd be interesting to see see what happens with the middleweights. At least they're going to be very active yeah. over the next few months, which is which is exciting to see because I know you've said before middleweights like your favourite division, isn't it? In terms of like power, speed, and yeah. the combination of all yeah. that. Like I, I just like the fact that you can see you can see some units moving quick and and, and i really like that you know i, I think uh, i guess that was one of the things that i really liked about 
till really was just seeing like super fast hands. Um, I do like the kind of Muay Thai style, the Muay Thai style he has as well. Um, yeah. And also, it's, you know, I, I say that then a lot of the time he can be quite low slung as well. He, he can fight in that almost karate style as well. Um, yeah. And and I just like, I, I, you know, I do like watching Till fight because I think when his hands are on fire, I think he's he's something spectacular to watch. But um, but yeah, and I do think like. You know, I, I love watching Whitaker fight. I, I, I just think he's, oh, I just think yeah. he's like a, a great ambassador for the sport as well. I think he just seems like really, really sort of sand fella and uh, and and just consummate professional. You know, in and out of the ring, and yeah, and and yeah, I, I, for me, I'd love to see him get the belt back, but. I just think that that belt ain't coming off that waist for a long time yet. I just can't see. The more you look down that division, I just think, nah. Like, who's going to do that? Who's going to do that? And like, nah. but would it have to be one of the bigger boys? Because obviously, we've just seen Adesanya fight one of the bigger boys, and uh, and it didn't go to plan. So. I don't know. Yeah, I always think of Till as a bigger boy, but he is a welterweight, you know, gone up to middle. Yeah. So I don't know. Who's the biggest middleweights in, in, in that division at the moment? Just trying to think who's that? Probably Costa. Oh, Costa. Yeah. And he absolutely He'd destroyed done a number him, on him, yeah. didn't he? I mean, Brunson on paper, you would think, oh, Brunson might be a problem for Adesanya mm. because of the wrestling, but he dealt with the wrestling absolutely fine. Yeah. And then didn't he, didn't he TKO him? Mm. So... Adesanya does seem ahead of the curve. I think the only one that could potentially do it is Whitaker, and I'm not confident that that happens. I think Whitaker, yeah. unfortunately, is the second best, yeah. and it's a, it'll be difficult for Whitaker as well. Because if he did lose a rematch, mm. what does Whitaker do? Because any good young prospect, they're not going to want to throw Whitaker's way because he's too good. Yeah, and it's a really good point. Yeah. So what, so what do you do with Whitaker? Because he's not, he's not going to go up to light. He's not a light heavyweight. You can't go up to light heavyweight. He's already been down at welterweight and really struggled those weight cuts and stuff. So he just has to bounce around until Adesanya does something else or well, something. You know, I guess or... they were all probably hoping that Adesanya was going to go up to light heavyweight, and then that's where it was all going to be. And John Jones and and, and obviously. Mm. You know, uh, Blakovic decided that that was not the case uh, and he can go back down to middleweight and stay there for a bit. And so I think that yep. was probably... Whitaker was hoping that, let's get him out of the way and uh, yep. and then I can go back to kind of bossing this division. But, yeah, I don't know. I, I think it's it's the fight that a lot of people would like to see. But then, as you say, I think you're... Your new fans, uh, and I say that you know, with the, the McGregor thing in mind, like you, you know, your, your your UFC fans that have come over, and I'm not I'm not judging them in any way, but those that want the the big salacious hype machine fights, you know, they they want to watch, you know, the Diazes, and they want to watch Connor and things like that. I do think that the Till Adesanya, you're right, it is it is a such a big fight to make. But I don't. I just don't think Darren Till deserves it. Well, that's the thing. That's not about deserve, is it? No, it's the UFC that's, that's and it's a business, thing. and that's the thing. From a meritocracy point of view, Till's one and one in middleweight, and he's two and five in his last no two two and three in his last five fights. I think um, that's that's not deserving of a title shot. However, you throw in the money, 
the million plus Instagram followers and the style, the fact that he's not someone that's going to take you down a line. He is going to strike with you, even though I think some of his striking battles can be for the casual fan yeah. a little bit dull. I mean, I, 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 I don't mind the, the, the striking matches that he's, he had with, with Whitaker. It felt very, even though there wasn't a huge amount of like literal action, it felt like at any moment, at any moment, a big shot could be landed. At any moment, a counter-strike could come in. And that was exciting. The feints and, and all that kind of stuff, was I, I thought, was great. I was happy to watch that. Uh, and I think that's how an Adesanya fight would go as well. I think there'd be a lot of feints, a lot of working each other out. And it would be a great... I'd, I'd, as a casual, uh, uh, for the casual fan and for anyone else, I think Adesanya Till would be a great fight, a great build-up. It has everything the UFC would want. In Liverpool? Well, I mean, yeah, that would be great. I'm there's sure there's a new Sandy boy in town in, in UFC like from that neck oh, of the woods. Mate, Paddy. <laughs> oh, do you know what we need to do and how we should have started this show? Congratulations, Arnold Allen. Yes. That's yes. what we should have done. <laughs> mate of the show, Arnold Allen, uh, yeah. beating Sadiq Youssef uh, at the weekend. Really pleased for Arnold. That yeah. is fantastic. Um Sorry, that's how, that's, how, that's how we should have started the show, isn't it? Absolutely. Too late now. Absolutely. Too late. We don't have the production value to do many more takes. This is all one-take <laughs> wonders, guys. So, uh, uh, just to touch on that fight, I, I, I thought um, I thought Adam just looked brilliant. I just thought his hands looked great. Um, I, I just thought he had a really well-rounded performance. I know he was hoping for the stoppage, but I, I just thought really well-rounded performance. I think it, what was really interesting was seeing them come together at the end. Again, I, I saw this on Instagram, whatever, where... Arnold Allen came up to him and was like, oh, yeah, I think I got the first two. And Sadiq Yusuf was like, yeah, I got the last one. So I think they knew already. But how lovely is that? And then Sadiq Yusuf going oh, and man, say, he was saying, which one of you is Arnold's dad? And, the, and his dad, Pacer Allen, was saying, oh, that, that, that's me. He was like, oh, you've raised a good man. And like, oh, that's so yeah. good. It just makes me go, oh, I'm a Sadiq Yusuf fan now as well. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I already knew of Sadiq and I knew that he was a good fighter. But seeing that makes me go, Oh, as long as you're not fighting uh, Arnold Allen again or like a British fighter, I want to see you climb the rankings. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to be rooting for him yeah. in his next fights. I love seeing stuff like that. So good on good on both of them. And yeah, featherweight's interesting, isn't it? So I mean, we, just quickly then on that, like uh, my rankings, I believe are probably last week's, and I think you're looking at this week. So where's you where's? Said, I don't think the new rankings come out till like a Tuesday America time. Right. We're recording this on Monday. Wondering so, where at, uh, Arnold is now. Well, Arnold and Sadiq were right next to each other, so he's not going to like leap up the rankings mm. or anything. Arnold was tenth, Sadiq was eleventh. Yeah. So, but with a win, I think he should go over Jeremy Stevens, who is above him at ninth. Uh, Josh Emmett also hasn't fought in a while. He's he could maybe go in front of him as well. Um, Both fights I'd love to see Arnold and Anav. Yeah, I think he can go further than that now, personally. I know he called for the Danny Gay Korean Zombie winner, but I think that fight happens maybe June-ish or something like that. I'm not sure. Obviously, Arnold Allen, I think, is going back to uh, to uh, Felix, Felix Stone now. Uh, he's going back home for a bit, I think, out of Canada for a while. Uh, and he's going to chill at home, deserved break. Um, but then he's probably going to have to go back to Canada for a training camp. So he's mm-hmm. going to need a bit of time. But I just feel like if Danny Gay Korean Zombie is like a five-round war and they fight in June, they won't fight again till October. Definitely. I would like to see Arnold Allen in there. What's, what's it now? It's April now. 
I'd like to see him in like August, maybe July. Mm. Obviously, it depends mm. on how he's, he wants to go. But I think he's not been the most active. I think if he can get three fights in this year or even mm. three fights in um, by maybe Jan or Feb of next year, or something, I think that would serve him really, really well. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Um, and it was great to hear the commentators as well, you know, saying how, how great they think Arnold Allen is and what a prospect he yes. is. Like, it's, you know, it's yeah. great to hear that people are seeing, you know, the the the, the, the skills that Arnold Allen's got and uh, and what what a what a top fella he was as well. And speaking of top fellas and this podcast, uh, let's not overlook Jack Shaw's win. Um, oh yes, at, at the weekend, what is it thirteen and O now? Um, I think. Yeah, I, that or fourteen, and I can't yeah. remember now. But yeah, I mean, he's unbeaten. He is the uh, the pride of Wales at the moment, and uh, he's he's doing very very well. I think uh, Bisping, obviously, training partner of Arnold Allen's, compared him to GSP. Yeah. Uh, uh, so I mean, you can't get any higher praise than that, can you? How are you comparing a, a young lad who has only had a few fights in the UFC mm. to George Saint Pierre? Yeah. I mean that 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 is really really high praise and uh little uh spoiler alert we're hoping that Jack might be on the show at some point soon. So mm. Jack the Tank will hopefully get to get on on some point soon. Uh but yeah, so that's that's it. We've covered the old uh, the, the good wins for the the uh British fighters over the weekend. We've mm-hmm. gone through middleweight. I don't know if it's made it any clearer for anyone, but uh it's it is messy, isn't it? It's just messy, it's messy. in the middleweight division. It's really messy. Yeah. It's so messy. Nothing and nothing again, makes sense on there. You can't go, well, that's going to be that, that's going to do that, and then that makes that. No. It, it's just not Absolutely there. Absolutely not. Which it's appears not to be the case in so many other divisions. Yeah. But it, if, just... it needs to be... If, if Whitaker wins, I think Whitaker needs to get that shot, and Adesanya just needs to kind of suck it up and do it. He's technically coming off a loss. I know he's still champion, but he's technically coming off a loss. Mm. He needs to suck up and do it. Um... And then if Gastelum wins, then fuck me. I mean, I think you need to do Brunson Vittori as soon as possible and the winner of that fights Adesanya. Yeah. But I, I think that's yeah. the best we're going to come up with that. I think, that's, I think that, so. that's the only thing that on paper kind of makes sense. I mean, message us. Send us some messages uh, on the socials and let us know what you think. Let us know what fights you want to see uh, in the middleweight division and and let us know why you think them fights make sense. Um, yeah, or just let us know who you think is out there that can beat Adesanya at middleweight because, yeah, I just can't see it. Um, looking forwards, um, what have we got coming up? We've got... Um, what the Whitaker next... Gastelum this weekend. Yep. And then... I'm just trying to pull up some of the events now. It's Whitaker Gastelum this weekend, and unless I'm forgetting another event, then it's 261. Yeah, boy. Masvidal Usman 2. 
uh, and the fights we've mentioned before that we're more excited about is yeah. Rose versus Zhang Wei Li yeah. and uh, Andrade Valentina as well. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, there you go. And then after that is, oh, after that, uh, I think, is it the week after that? Yeah, the week after that is Reyes Prohashka, which has big implications mm. in the light heavyweight division. You, you would imagine it's got to be Jan Vlahovic versus Glover Teixeira next. That's mm-hmm. the right thing. But if Prohashka beats Reyes, surely he's he's possibly next in line. So that'll be interesting. And that'll be, his, it could be that his third fight in the UFC is for a title. Yeah. So that would be quite an accomplishment. I'd like to see Glover win that belt, retire. That's what I want. I just want oh, to see him that would win be, that. What a story that like, would be. What a sign-off, you know. He's just like he's proper old man River, isn't he? And he just looks like just looks like <laughs> one of your dad's mates. Like I love him, and like <laughs> and uh, and he just seems like the nicest guy. And I just think I'd love to see him just get that belt and then just go. I've had the best time. I'm out of here, and then uh, yeah, vacate it and, and and see what happens then. But. I mean, so we've, t- we've touched upon some of the, 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 the fights that are coming up. And on, on the podcast, what else we got coming up? So this next episode will be... I believe it will be uh, John Gooden. Mm. John Gooden, UFC commentator John Gooden, talking about his career, some great little anecdotes from behind the scenes. That is, As a big fight fan, you love when they kind of pull back the curtain yeah. and let you know a few things about the commentary and what goes on and how he's, he's you know gone and interviewed fighters and trained with them a little bit and all that stuff. It's, it's really, really fantastic. A lovely story from, from John. Um, and also he's talking about the Keeping the Lights On Foundation, which if you're affiliated with an MMA gym, if you use an MMA gym, if you own an MMA gym, look at John Gooden's Instagram, Twitter pages, go to the Keeping the Lights On Foundation. If you've struggled during the pandemic, uh, as most of us have, and particularly MMA gyms have, if you've struggled, go on that site. Uh, Effectively, I think you're kind of signing your gym up for the opportunity to win money from a fundraiser to, to... to help you, you know, keep the lights on at, at your gym. So you can nominate uh, a gym that you go to. You can nominate someone else's gym. Maybe someone you know owns a gym or works at a gym. Nominate that gym on John Gooden's Keeping the Lights On Foundation page, and you could be in with the chance of, of, of winning money to help you deal with what's been a really terrible time during the pandemic. So it's a great thing that John's doing, and, and we urge anyone out there to, to get on that and try and help out your local gyms or your gym or anything like that. Absolutely. And we've got a fight and flight special, fight or flight even, uh, fight or flight special coming up soon uh, with comedian Lee Mack. And you've got an hour's worth of uh, high-level bants uh, from a very funny man. <laughs> He's so funny. Uh, that one's coming up. And then, yeah, hopefully we'll, um, we've, uh, we'll, we'll get to chat with, uh, with Jack Shaw. We've got um, Scroobius Pip coming back on um, with yes. Brian Lacey, uh, looking ahead to UFC 26. Two? One. 261. 261. 261. The Masvidal. Yeah. Usman. So we will, uh, we'll have him pit back with um, commentator Brian Lacey to uh, go through all of that. And I think that's all we've got in the, in the pipeline at the moment. Um, but, uh, oh, it's yeah. enough, isn't it? it it's is. enough. It is. Oh, 
God, seeing your face on this Zoom chat any more than I am. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Like a little dreams about it. It's like a little rare sunshine in your life, Blake. I know every time you turn it on, your face looks like it's Christmas. Um, thanks ever so much for listening, people. Um, remember, we're on all the social media platforms, so um, get stuck in over there. Give us likes, loves, shares, retweets, all the all the usual stuff that you do. Um, please subscribe. Uh, if you subscribe to the podcast, that's the best thing you can do. Then you don't have to worry about anything you won't miss anything you'll just get a little notification saying you know Blake and Stu this week are chatting too blah 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 and uh, and so yeah you won't miss any episodes then and and we should also say um, to listeners thanks for supporting us so far you know we're, we're new to this and uh, and it's been a blast yeah thanks very much there's no more to say is there you've covered it all it's great I just want to go now and stop looking at your face so laters everyone yeah (laughs) 